Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So Danny Baker, one of the best-known broadcasters on British radio, has been sacked by the BBC. Now... He's described his own activity as a stupid, unthinking gag. He put a picture on Twitter and he made a reference about a royal baby. And the picture is a black and white picture from many, many years ago of a couple who are walking down the steps of what looks like an old-fashioned hospital and they have a chimpanzee with them dressed in... Uh, in, in human clothes and the, the chimpanzee just looks like a wee tot and they're walking uh, with the chimpanzee and uh, it's just incredible that he put that picture up with the caption Royal Baby Leaves Hospital. Now Danny Baker's never been a big fan of the, the Royal Family if you ever uh, listen to uh, listen to him when he speaks or read some of the things that he that he says um, but he's described this as a, a stupid unthinking gag he was just he was just making a, a, a joke but he has been accused understandably I think accused of mocking the racial heritage of the mother of the new royal baby and the BBC have parted a company with them. We'll be talking about that uh, a little bit more on the programme as the morning goes by. Good morning, 02890 I want to read out just verbatim a text from a gentleman in Limavati. He gives me his name, but he says, please don't give up my name just in case, he says. Uh, then brackets, you never know. Right, well, I'll read it out exactly as you have written it. If Megan was not, in inverted commas, coloured, nothing would have been said. I think Radio 5 Live went a bit over the top, sacking Danny Baker. After all, his Twitter followers know what to expect from him. And like most Twitter pages, he says views are his own. And I bet loads of people saw the joke. And I'm sure many people have made similar jokes. Not me, mind you, says the texter from Limavati. Radio 5's loss, I hope he lands on his feet. Uh, so th- that's one opinion. Uh, other opinions are uh, good riddance to Danny Baker uh, after what he said. He has obviously made a disgusting racist joke and he doesn't even have the courage to admit it. Bye-bye, Danny. You're nothing but a dinosaur. No one needs your kind of sick humour in today's world. That's from a chap called Sean. Now, I want to speak to Amanda Ferguson, who is a commentator and writes in many of our, our papers. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Frank. Amanda, the 
award for stupidity, at least, goes to Danny Baker. There's no question about that. Um, Danny Baker, I've heard him broadcast many times, and he is not a racist. Danny Baker is an excellent broadcaster, but my goodness me, the posting of that picture, you can't think of anything other than the racist overtone in it. Of course not. You know, Danny Baker is a you know, hugely experienced broadcaster. You know, he's been around for decades. Um, it's just it's hard to believe that he looked at that and thought could that be interpreted um, in a, in a racist way? You know, whenever you're working for um, somewhere like BBC, you have to be very careful. Like you know, with social media, we all have to be careful about. What just going to just going to interrupt you for a second, Amanda, just to see if I can get you a turn towards the. Belfast Mountains or whatever, and uh, hold your phone out the window and give put oh, one one foot up on the chair. We might just get a better signal. I think we've got it now. Go ahead, go ahead. Is that a wee bit better? That is um, good. That yes, is good. No, I'm, I'm just saying, Danny Baker is a, a very experienced broadcaster, but anyone looking at that image today would would have had to have thought to themselves, how could that be interpreted? All the images and all the output that we put out in social media, you have to think before you post about what you're doing and what you're saying. And if you're working for somewhere like the BBC, I'm afraid saying, you know, oh, oh I didn't mean it to the way that it's been taken just isn't going to cut it. Um, I can see that there's a, a few tweets now on his Twitter account where you couldn't read out the language that he's using now, but he's, he's very upset with um, the BBC management for, for what's happening. But, you know, it's obvious what the the racist connotation of that kind of image is, and it's him not. If he doesn't realise that straight away, is it his privilege? Is it his um, detachment from what the experience of young black teenagers is in schools? Of course, everyone knows through football and sport and the problems about racism in football and um, what those sort of images, how they can be interpreted. And I just think he's been really stupid. Yeah, stupidity is the first thing that comes to mind because Danny Baker is a massive football fan. Danny Baker is yeah. aware of monkey chanting that has been done at top footballers mm. recently. It had been in the news headlines within the last yeah. two weeks. And yet and all, he uses a picture of a chimpanzee when a new royal baby is born and the grandmother of that baby is a black woman. Yes, you know, it's, uh, it, uh, it seems um, hard to believe that he sort of put that out and didn't think that there was going to be this sort of response to it. Now, this is the age that we're living in. Whether or not you mean um, how it's interpreted um, at, at, at the moment doesn't actually really appear to matter too much. But, you know, the fact that it's a real error of judgment on his part that he looked at that and didn't think this could be interpreted in the way that it has been. You know, it's the first thing that, that, that I thought whenever I looked at it, I was like, my goodness, you know, I understand people, um, whenever the, the royal family and new baby comes on board, it is a media circus and it does seem disproportionate because there's babies born um, in every part of the world, in every corner of, the, um, uh, of Ireland and America and London and elsewhere every single day of the week. Um, but, you know, people are interested. Some people um, are into monarchy and royalty. Some people view it like celebrity news and other people couldn't care less. And all those, all those viewpoints are fine. Um, but I just think he's... he's made a serious error of judgment, um, wide off the mark of what you would expect, and what position, what, what could the BBC have done other than, than sack him? But, he'll, you know, he will land on his feet again. We know in this, um, in this society that uh, rehabilitation doesn't take very long. Yeah, of course he'll land on his feet. He'll be on a, another top radio uh, phone-in 
programme within, I would say, two weeks on another national radio station because that's Danny Baker. Danny Baker is very popular. Danny Baker is very highly respected. I, I, I think Danny Baker has made the stupidest of errors. Uh, I don't believe for one minute that he was trying to crack some form of, of racist joke because I don't. I, I, I just don't think that is Danny Baker. However, I totally understand people seeing it as racist. His point was, his gag in this was that the royals are parading their babies again and the world's turning up to watch and he's sick sore and tired of it. Yes, well, that's his choice. All he has to do is switch off. Um, I think that uh, social media has really changed um, how uh, we consume information and some, you know, there's been plenty of occasions where I've wanted to say something and I've, I've drafted it and then I've looked at it and thought to myself, actually, maybe, maybe not. And just de- deleted it, and there there can be some um, comfort in that sometimes, you know, particularly if, if people are being abusive online. Um, it, it could be I will I will admit it. It could be my go to reaction to want to, to swear at them and tell them to get lost. Um, but then I think to myself, actually, no, and um, it's not it's not a particularly good look. So you're better off just to, to bite your tongue in certain circumstances. Obviously, everybody knows that Danny Baker is very outspoken, and um, a lot of his humour can be very dark. You know, he's been around. Um, you know, the block for for decades. Um, but I, I just I still find it really remarkable that he looked at that and didn't think that that would be how it could be interpreted. It's 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 hard to believe, to be honest. It, I'm just looking at what he's putting on Twitter at the moment. He says, I've now got Sky TV at the door. I would have used same stupid picture for any other royal birth or Boris Johnson's kid or even one of my own. It's a funny image, though not in this context. Uh, enormous mistake I've made for sure. Grotesque. Anyway, here's to you, Archie. Uh, sorry, mate. Uh, says says yeah. says Danny Baker. You know, I, I can understand I, I, because I've listened to him on the radio and because I'm aware of who he is as a broadcaster. I can understand wh- why he is saying that. I, again, I've said it three times. I don't believe he's racist, but my goodness me, he has made a monumental error. How does that? error and I, I, I say error because that's how it was described by the person who believes he made an error. How does that compare to the situation with Barry McElduff and the King's Mill Loaf? Well it's, it's two very different sets of circumstances. Obviously Barry had the, the public representative position um, you know he had that to lose but we've seen him so, uh, there in, in, within the last week that he's been re-elected to, to the local council in his area. I do know that he had a lot of support in his local community and people didn't believe that his intention was to upset or insult people on the anniversary of King's Mill, but he paid the price for that. Um, and it was it was interesting because we don't often see uh, politicians or political parties take such a rapid decision and uh, whenever they see um, the, the impact of, of, of their actions. A lot of times it can be, you know, let's hold out and let's wait out and let's see if we can sort of ride this out. Um, but the Sinn Féin were pretty, pretty fast at, at getting rid of them, getting rid of him. Um, but also it hasn't taken too long for him uh, to come back into the fold as such. Um, I think that the, the issue with Barry McElduff was that he had form for sort of like silly pranks and um, using social media for posting different videos and clips and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, whether or not I believed or you believed um, that it was an innocent mistake or whether you felt that it was intentional, it was the fact that it had caused such upset to the, the families 
two victims' families was the reason that he gave um, pushed up and down. You know, at no point has he said, yes, actually, I was trying to, to hurt people's feelings. He just, he just accepted that he had done. So I think it's a... Um, it's a lesson in the sort of the, the nature of offence and who is offended. You know, I, whenever I look at that image that Danny Baker's put out today, um, I look at it and I automatically think, my goodness, that's a, a strange decision for someone to put out because we all know what the, the obvious ra- racist connotation would be. But it's how the black community interprets this. It's how people um, who experience racism at school, it's how peer, uh, people experience, you know, being called um, these, hor- these horrible um, slurs. It's how they feel about it. And I've seen various members, like again, only on social media, because it's only happened in, in, the, in the last number of moments. I've seen um, people from the black community saying, yeah, you know, Danny Baker's white privilege is talking here. He can't even be gracious enough to apologize um, in an appropriate way. He's kind of doubling down uh, on what's happened. And I think that um, another example of this would be the Liam Neeson controversy. Um, you know, it, it is about how the, the target of the offence interpreted rather than how everybody else does, I think, is the most important thing. It's an ongoing lesson that we are learning every day about the power of social media and how indeed we have to, every single person uh, has to be careful before they press that send button. Mm -hmm. Uh, One other point to you, Amanda, just on the royal baby. I have to admit I've been trying my best to embrace the name Archie. Um, I can't yeah. think of a worse name, to be honest. Maybe I was talking. Oh. I was talking yesterday about Keith. You know, call the child Keith. Right. It'll, it'll be. Uh, poor Keith. I couldn't think of a name other than Keith that I wouldn't like to be called if I was an earl or a a, a future prince, because he could be a prince. He could be a prince in the future. And if you don't agree with me on this, I'll explain. I'll explain why in a, in a moment. But the the idea of being called Archie. Um, you know, it's 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 a poor name, isn't it, for someone of regal intent? I don't know. You know, I, I think we're getting to the stage now in 2019 where um, people kind of view the royal families in a, in a lot of ways as as kind of an extension of the, of the celebrity world. Archie seems like quite a sort of cheeky kind of um, you know like a happy name. Um, I like I don't have. Well, it's full names with Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. You know, you don't you don't find many of those guys um, down the remote like. So, uh, whether or not he has a, a regal sounding name or not doesn't matter. He's a very privileged young man who will uh, have everything that he that he could ever dream of, and um, mm. just by uh, the fact that he's born into that family. I know, but he sounds like the I don't know full back for Cliftonville, Archie Harrison. You know what I mean? There's nothing. Well, why not? <laughs> it's too common for a royal to be called Archie. Like you, you, Frank, wouldn't, you wouldn't call... Frank, would, hey, Amanda, would you call your kid Archie? Um, probably not, but, you know, Charles, like, well, who, who's it got so far? We've got Charles and Harry and George and uh, all the kind of traditional names. I think that um, Meghan and Harry seem to be seem to be a modern couple and the pressure that's on um, people like William and Kate wouldn't be on Meghan and Harry because they're not directly, you know, about to be the next you know, king or queen or whatever. Um, so I think that they can be a bit more playful. And I think that Megan, because her background, she's an American, sorry, American woman. She's an actress. She's from that media world. And she's been very clear um, since she's been part of the royal family that she's going to do things on her own term, which is a, which has obviously drawn criticism from the media. Um, and again, another element of this um, Danny Baker um, fiasco is that elements of the right-wing press are racist towards Meghan Markle or 
the Duchess of Sussex, whatever whatever you want to call her. Um, and that has to be a consideration, you know, the, the scrutiny on her decisions and, you know, even the fact that she was holding her baby bump whenever she was pregnant was scrutinised in a way that just didn't happen um, with Kate Middleton. And I think that that is um, another example of the sort of racist undertones within British society that bubble up because, you know, because of attitudes that, you know, oh, she's a commoner or she's, um, you know, she's not regal enough for the royals. I don't know, like, you know, each of their own. If you're into the royal family and you're into monarchy and, um, you know, you, you take that seriously, that's fair enough and that's your lookout in life. But, you know, I just see a young couple who've just had a kid and in my mind they can call it whatever they want. Mm. Do you know that he can become a prince? Have you have <laughs> you been listening to any of these commentators on it? He, Even though he, he is he just... Yeah, he, he can. He can become a prince. Even oh, though he can, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, people are talking about he might have a title as an earl, and there's even a suggestion he may have no title at all. But he automatically, apparently, according to my royal contacts, he automatically right. becomes a prince whenever Prince Charles becomes king. And the reason for that is right. he is the son of the son of the regent. And if you are the Thank son you. of the son of the king, you are a prince. I didn't realise Frank von Buren would take such an interest in all in all matters royal. You seem to you'll be getting uh, Jenny Bond's job next with all this insider knowledge. I, appla- um, I applied <laughs> years ago. I I, had, I intend to be the first <laughs> royal correspondent that ever wore the down jersey. Yeah, that would be some crack, wouldn't it? You outside Buckingham Palace, you could update <laughs> us uh, on the weather in London and um, what's happening with the royal family. I don't know. I just think good luck to them. They're a young couple. They, they're touring this media circus. Whatever the, the kid's going to be called, Prince or Duke or Earl or whatever it's going to be, his life will be very privileged. He, it'll also be every single twist and turn of uh, him growing up and his adulthood will be documented um, in the press. So in one way, um, he's a very lucky young man. And in another way, I wouldn't want it myself because the, the level of uh, intrusion and the level of scrutiny placed on everything that they do is insane. You know, it's an insane level, but then perhaps the argument could be put that the, the amount of money that's spent of, on them is also insane. It just depends where you where you fall and whether you think it's good value or not. Amanda, you are a font of information and always an interesting <laughs> lesson. Thanks very much for coming on. Thank you. Thank Cheers, you. Frank. Amanda Ferguson with us here on the U105 phone-in. And as long as he doesn't go round scratching himself, because the first time he is found scratching himself, he'd be known as itchy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Archie.